going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. What experience have you had on the Department Store? Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I was a shoplifter for three years. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Who exactly is this? T.I. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Good job, Zach. Making me a millennial. Well, I'm so excited to talk to my next guest, the great Gary Farrell from Sunday Swagger. Gary, thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. Hey, how are you doing this morning, Dr. Clapper? So, are you enjoying hearing these sound bites of Rene Lacoste and Arnold Palmer? There's a lot of history there. It's a yeah. lot of fun. And it's just, I just thought all week as a surgeon in my world, swagger. God, I used to, when I was in my medical school at Columbia, watching the chief residents in general surgery at a big New York City hospital. These guys were like gods to me. And they all wore white clogs. I tried wearing them, but they were so uncomfortable. But I would look at these white clogs with all this old clotted blood on them because they were surgeons and they did trauma and gunshot wounds and all kinds. It was like Hawkeye Pierce from the MASH units. And I, I just remember how unbelievably impressed I was with their swagger. So how do you put that into a fabric? Your story is amazing. So tell us how this all came about. You know, it's a long history, but I'm going to turn it over to uh, my partner, Mark, who, you know, started this thing, had the initial idea and really the backstory to what Sunday Swagger is and how he brought Swagger into the fabric. Okay, great. So I I guess you could say, I mean, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, I went to to college during the dot-com boom and, and certainly saw the gold rush going on within online business and you wanted to take part of that. And yeah, at the time I didn't know anything about HTML or coding, building websites, but you know, that, that wasn't going to hold me back. So Mm -hmm. uh, days on end, I'd I'd take down, take myself down to crown books, bury my head, learn everything that I can. And lo and behold, just a couple of months later, started my first few companies. And it was really at that point where I discovered both my passion for business and technology. Where did you grow and up? Where did you grow up? What did your father I, I grew, do for a living? My father was in the meat industry. He worked for Genio Foods in sales. Where? Where did you grow so, up? Yeah. He, it, what's that? Where did you grow up? Uh, Orange County, your Belinda, to be exact. Oh, wow. So you didn't want yeah, to go in the meat business like your dad. You know what? I love eating meat, but I don't think I want to sell meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that on the plate. <laughs> and how uh, young are you? No, he's been Mark, a, how old are you? He's, I'm I'm now 40 years old. Just turned the big 4-0. So you're you're young. You're young. So who is it that in your life was the most swaggerlicious person in sports or in art? Mick Jagger, James Bond, Michael Jordan. Who's your goal for swagger? I would. You know, you you hit the nail on the head right there with James Bond. Um, I have a different kind of swagger myself, but that guy, he, he's the definition of swagger in my mind. Uh, I take my swagger to a whole different level, though. My, my swagger's a bit more loud than James. Which James Bond do you like, Sean Connery or Daniel Craig? 
Oh, I'm going Sean Connery all the way. I'm an old school kind of guy. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite James Bond line was when she's in the bathtub and she says, he walks into the bath. She's in the bathtub. He's in the bathroom. She goes, James, please go get me something to put on. And he comes back to the bathroom with a pair of slippers. I just love that line. It was like fantastic. You could write a book with James Bond quotes, I'm telling you. <laughs> but you know what? I have worn your shirt at, to see patients. And I can't tell you, maybe they're just trying to butter me up, but the patients go, that's a nice shirt, Dr. Clapper. And the the tech, Carlos Barrera, who who helps me in surgery, doing 12 surgeries a week at Cedars, said to me, you know what, please tell them when you interview them this weekend that I wore that shirt last Tuesday. Three <laughs> different people came up to me and said, that's a nice shirt. I'm in the supermarket. That's a nice shirt, the cashier said to me. So... It's the fabric. It's the color. It's the patterns. How do you? I mean, who needs another shirt company? But something right. you've we, done we, is we call amazing. We the compliment catchers. I, I'm telling you, there's not a day that goes by, or maybe an hour that goes by, where we're not getting an email or a, a social media message telling uh, telling us that you know every time I walk out the door, people are walking up and, and asking about the shirt. And it's certainly the, the patterns and the colors that are catching the eyes. But when people put them on, it's a whole different feel. Right. And so, um, yeah, just, just the, the, the response from our fan base has been overwhelming. Now, here's a soundbite I want you to listen to from 100 years ago, a guy who came up with this idea. This is Rene Lacoste saying, like Steve Jobs, I'm not spending any money on advertising or marketing, but he sent two shirts one to Clint Eastwood and one to JFK. It was in the 50s that the French polo was seen on John F. Kennedy and Clint Eastwood for the first time. It was a sly move on Rene's part. He came up with a brilliant idea. He sent Lacoste shirts as a gift to the most popular personalities of the time. It was a huge success. In literally a matter of weeks, the brand skyrocketed. Instead of spending millions on advertising, all it took was a couple of polo shirts. Americans would save up and spend their last money on this status item. What do you hear when you hear that description? 